It's Friday, March 1st, 2024. Welcome to episode 92 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Peeler. In this edition of the Postcast, the annual State of the City Address took place this week. The Planning Board reviews 2023 and looks ahead to 2024. Despite increased spending, homeless numbers continue to rise. Some updated election information. A new restaurant opens as Alameda Restaurant Week arrives. You might notice a few more trees around Ledecker Park. And the San Francisco Opera is headed to Alameda for a do-over. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Our top story, Thursday night was the annual State of the City Address. Our own Kelsey Gores covered the event. Look for her article early next week at alamedapost.com news. On Monday, February 26th, the City Planning Board reviewed and unanimously endorsed the 2023 reports and 2024 draft work plans of the General Plan and Housing Element, Transportation Plans, and the Climate Action Resiliency Plan. Among the highlights, looking at the housing element, in 2023, the City issued building permits for only 141 dwelling units. This is against a requirement of 5,353 new housing units by 2031. As mentioned all the way back in June of 22 in Episode 6, over 2,000 permits had already been issued by that point, so Alameda is on its way to that 5,353. Still, 141 permits issued is a low number when the pace should be around 670 a year. Planning Services Manager Steve Buckley attributed the shortfall to the city's extended recovery from the COVID-19 pandemic, combined with the uncertainty in the housing market, especially in the face of rising interest rates. 2024 looks to improve on those numbers, with staff expecting to issue building permits for the Housing Authority's North Housing Project, the Habitat for Humanity Project, and other affordable projects, including the 51-unit conversion of the Hawthorne Suites Hotel. In the area of transportation, Acting Transportation Planning Manager Lisa Foster noted that three people died and six were severely injured in traffic crashes on Alameda Streets last year. While any accident is one too many, it should be pointed out that per capita, that's about 25% of the national average. Still, always room for improvement. In 2023, safety improvements came to 3.4 miles of roadway and 20 intersections, including 3.3 miles of new bikeways. The city also expanded the free bus program for low-income seniors and those with disabilities, as well as preparing for the estuary shuttle with the purchase of the pontoon craft known as Woodstock. In 2024, look for parking improvements on Webster Park and at Civic Center. There will also be major improvements to Central Avenue, paid parking added to ferry terminals at Seaplane Lagoon and Harbor Bay, and the completion of sections of Pan Am Way and West Midway at Alameda Point, among other highlights. Sustainability and Resilience Manager Danielle Mueller discussed the successes of the Climate Action Resiliency Plan, including starting three sea-level rise adaptation projects with the Oakland Alameda Adaptation Committee, the introduction of the Okapi Reusable Cup program at various Alameda restaurants and cafes, and installing 10 new electric vehicle charging ports at Seaplane Lagoon Ferry Terminal. In 2024, look for a draft urban forest plan, more public EV charging stations, and the final master plan for DePave Park. For an in-depth look at the board's accomplishments and goals, including a link to the annual report, see Karen Jensen's article at alamedapost.com news. Over the past five years, California has spent around $20 billion in an attempt to address the issue of homelessness. This is in addition to federal and local dollars. The result? The numbers of the unhoused continue to rise. Almost one-third of the nation's homeless population is in California. Dan Walters of CalMatters has provided an excellent overview of this multi-pronged problem. 
Twenty years ago, when he was the mayor of San Francisco, Governor Newsom pledged to end homelessness in the city. Now, in 2024, Proposition 1 on the primary ballot looks to authorize a $6.4 billion bond, part of which will go to housing efforts. The current numbers are daunting. Sacramento spent $57 million on homelessness during the 2022-23 fiscal year, $34 million of that amount on maintaining about 1,300 beds of temporary shelter or enough to house about a third of the city's homeless population. Overall, that's $26,000 per bed. One of the issues that Walters points out is a lack of a unified approach to the problem. Find Dan's article at alamedapost.com news. As a side note, and at the risk of editorializing, there are signs of hope in the fight against homelessness. The city of Houston, Texas, has managed to reduce their homeless population substantially over the past decade with a unified approach that puts housing first. If you haven't, take a look at Houston's methods. Every city and state is different, but Houston has definitely found a piece of the puzzle. The California primary is this Tuesday, March 5th. Here at The Post, we've been making sure that you can make an informed decision as you cast your ballot. Last week in episode 91, I discussed the candidates running to fill the congressional seat being vacated by Barbara Lee. At the time, only four of the nine candidates had responded to the post with their answers to these questions. What is the priority or focus of the campaign? Which unique skills and qualities would the candidate bring to the office? And what are the challenges and opportunities the candidate sees for the city of Alameda now and in the future? This past week, Vice Mayor Tony Desog responded, noting that he had initially responded but was resending his answers. You can find those answers at alamedapost.com election. While you're there, you'll want to review the candidates for Alameda County's Democratic Central Committee for Assembly District 18. The DCC is the governing body of the Alameda County Democratic Party and is charged under state law with overseeing the party's local activities and campaigns under the general direction of the California Democratic Party. In last week's Post newsletter, publisher Adam Gillett noted the lack of information available on the candidates for the DCC. In response, Serena Chen of the Asian Pacific American Democratic Caucus of Alameda County provided a list of all candidates, their email addresses, links to their affiliated slates, and links to the answers provided to APA's endorsement questionnaire. This is a great help in understanding the positions of these candidates. Thank you to Ms. Chen and the APA Caucus for this great service. Find Ms. Chen's article at alamedapost.com election. As a reminder, the Post will never endorse any candidate or ballot measure. Our mission is to inform. The decision is up to you. Last year, I picked up my food for my Super Bowl gathering at Shellshock on Webster. I was in for a bit of a shock as I was greeted by a sign indicating that Shellshock was closing the next day. The building sat idle for months but is once again open for business. The new restaurant is called Cape 7, named for a 2008 Taiwanese romantic comedy drama that broke box office records. New owner Chi Tai once ran the popular Lavender Hot Pot in Newark, but sold that in 2023 after sustaining losses in the wake of pandemic shutdown. Cape 7 Cafe focused on breakfast, but is open for lunch and dinner. The hours of the restaurant are in flux at the moment. Tai hopes to serve Alamedans for dinner, but he's not sure if he can get the patronage he needs to keep the restaurant open in the evenings. Quote, there aren't many places open late around here, but I don't know if people want a place to eat dinner late. End quote. To learn more about Cape 7, see Kelsey Gore's article at alamedapost.com features. On the subject of restaurants, Alameda Restaurant Week is upon us. Running now through March 10th, it's your chance to try out some fixed-price menus and money-saving specials from dozens of Alameda eateries, everything from donuts to bar food to fine dining. You can also win restaurant gift cards by sharing your photos on Instagram or through the Restaurant Week website. Learn all about it at alamedapost.com features. 
Big thanks to the Rotary Club of Alameda. They teamed up with Alameda Recreation and Parks and 100,000 Trees for Humanity to plant trees in Laydecker Park this past weekend. Well done, folks. AlamedaPost.com slash features for details and a group photo. Last March, the San Francisco Opera was scheduled to present Bohem Out of the Box, a shortened version of Puccini's La Bohème. The show was a washout, literally carried away by last year's Atmospheric Rivers. Time for a do-over. Mark your calendars for April 20th and 21st. Get set to head out to Radium Runway at Alameda Point. And if you're one of those folks who would like to know exactly what opera singers are singing, you can use your mobile device to follow along with supertitles synced to the performance. Details at alamedapost.com features. Last week, I mentioned CarrierCon, the pop culture convention returning to the USS Hornet. In addition to Wendy and Richard Peeney, the creators behind ElfQuest, we're proud that one of the artists in attendance will be our very own Brees, creator of Two Birds from Alameda. CarrierCon is March 9th. Details at alamedapost.com events. No walking history tour this weekend. Next weekend, the focus is on the Webster Street Business District. There'll be a Zoom lecture on Thursday the 7th with tours on Sunday the 10th and St. Patrick's Day, Sunday the 17th. For details and tickets, head to alamedapost.com tours. Later in the week, look for Dennis Evanosky's background article at alamedapost.com history. alamedapost.com events for a guide to what's going on in Alameda. Little Flippers class for kids 5 through 12 at the Pacific Pinball Museum on Saturday from 1130 to 1230. Also on Saturday, Farmer's Market from 9 until 1. Mardi Gras party with Shell and Friends at Rhythmics Cultural Works Saturday night. First Sunday of the month means the Alameda Point Antiques Fair. As always, plan your travels accordingly. More events at alamedapost.com events. Thank you for your support of local news for Alameda. To give a tax-deductible donation, head to alamedapost.com memberships. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Mastodon, Threads, Blue Sky, as well as our own subreddit. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel on Apple News. Find the postcast wherever you get your podcast, or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. I'm Scott Peeler. I'll be back next Friday with episode 93 of the Alameda Postcast. <laughs>